Blog Talk Radio. but most show me as the Chicken Whisperer, author of The Chicken Whisperer's Guide to Keeping Chickens, National Spokesperson for the USDA Biosecurity for Birds Program, and Editor-in-Chief of Chicken Whisperer Magazine. Each week, I welcome experts in their field to share their knowledge about different topics, including backyard poultry, show poultry, heritage poultry, gardening, cooking, and, of course, living a self-sufficient lifestyle. Be sure to visit us online at chickenwhisperer.com, where you can follow us on Twitter, become a fan on Facebook, and subscribe to the totally free digital edition of Chicken Whisperer Magazine. Once again, I would like to thank all of you for tuning in today to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer, brought to you by Kalmbach Feeds. We've got a great show lined up for you today. Dr. Bridget McRae uh, will be joining us here shortly. She has some exciting news regarding a free, yep, you heard that right, not much in life is free, but a free farm education program, uh, really uh, giving you the opportunity to raise some uh, pasture poultry, whether you choose layers or broilers is up to you. But she's going to have all the details about this. Very exciting. Only six to eight uh, uh, opportunities uh, are available for this program. And uh, it's just really exciting, and it's it's awesome. Uh, opportunity for somebody who might be uh, wanting to go down that uh, that avenue. So uh, we'll be bringing her live here in just a few minutes. Uh, and again, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back right after this short break. At Kambach Feeds, our layer pellets and crumbles are all natural, antibiotic-free with no animal byproducts. Formulated just for laying hens, our feed is fortified with essential amino acids and calcium to ensure maximum production of nutritious, tasty, strong-shelled eggs. From our family to yours, feed your hens the way nature intended. Pure, wholesome, goodness. Kalmbach Feeds. Find a dealer at kalmbachfeeds.com. That's K-A-L-M-B-A-C-H, feeds.com. Or order your layer pellets and crumples today on amazon.com. Kalmbach Feeds is a proud sponsor of the Chicken Whisperer. Are you in the market for a new chicken coop? Want one that will outlast all the others? Then check out Urban Coop Company. Coops are made from 100% appearance-grade western red cedar with galvanized hardware and advanced all-weather joinery right here in the USA. Compared to other coops, Urban Coop Company coops will last longer and look better doing it. They're designed to be both beautiful and functional. In fact, they have earned the Chicken Whisperer seal of approval and are Chicken Whisperer approved. I invite you to browse their website to learn more about the many features of their coops and check out their integrated coop accessories that will make your life easier. Urban Coop Company is a family-owned business located in Dripping Springs, Texas, USA. They are passionate about building great coops because they know you're passionate about your backyard chickens. Visit them online at urbancoopcompany.com. That's urbancoopcompany.com. Hey, it's the Chicken Whisperer. If you're in the market for a new incubator, then look no further than GQF. They have a great selection of tabletop and cabinet-style incubators at prices you can afford. 
I love my GQF Genesis Model 1588. It has a large picture window and an automatic thermostat, which makes for a better hatch every time. Go pick out your new incubator at GQFradio.com. That's GQFradio.com. has been a family-owned and operated business since 1937. Their business is built on customer service and quality poultry. From rare white and brown egg layers to broilers, ducks, turkeys, and bantams, Ideal Poultry is the largest supplier of backyard poultry in the United States, shipping close to 5 million chicks annually. Visit them online at idealpoultry.com. That's idealpoultry.com. a heat source for your backyard chickens in the winter? In most cases, it's not necessary. But if you choose to provide a heat source for your backyard chickens, it's imperative to use a safe and effective heat source, and the only one I recommend is the Sweeter Heater. The Sweeter Heater is a safe, completely sealed, washable, non-breakable, energy-efficient, long-lasting and reliable specific area heater that comes with a three-year warranty. Ditch the dangerous heat lamp this season and invest in the only heater I recommend, the Sweeter Heater. Purchase the Sweeter Heater online at SweeterHeater.com. That's SweeterHeater.com. Hi, I'm country music artist Nathan Osmond, and you're listening to Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. And the mighty bird against prejudice continues his fight for law and order. So when you hear that cry in the sky, you'll know it's Super Chicken. All righty, thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the uh, Chicken Whisperer. I want to let everybody know that the fall issue of Chicken Whisperer magazine has now gone to the printers. Uh, actually, I even believe it's available digitally uh, right now. I'll need to share that later this afternoon on my ever-so-popular Facebook page and uh, Twitter account so people can uh, benefit from this awesome science-based, fact-based, study-based information that you won't find at any blogger forum. And uh, so I'll be posting that a little bit later. But if you uh, subscribe to the print edition, it should be ending up in your mailbox uh, probably in the next couple of weeks. So I hope you continue to enjoy uh, enjoy that publication. Um, we work really hard on that. We want to make sure that it is a good, reliable, proven information from cover to cover. So no uh, no second guessing that. But um, so so we've got that 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 is out. There are also a new contest uh, in that magazine in that issue uh, for a brand new. It's been out for a few months. Uh, coop automatic coop door opener from Brincy. Uh, they've been a sponsor for a very long time of the show. We appreciate them. So you'll have a chance to win that automatic coop door opener in the fall issue of Chicken Whisperer magazine. So we're glad for that. And I have actually confirmed and booked uh, the uh, pretty much the times and locations and dates of the Chicken Whisperer Tour, the 2015 Chicken Whisperer Tour, sponsored by our good friends over at Calm Bach Feeds. And I'll go through those here very quickly, and then we'll bring uh, Dr. McCray on. So, uh, at all, well, we do have an event in Alabama um, the, towards the end of September, but it's I wouldn't say it's a private uh, event, but it is a um, uh, basically a feed uh, company, uh, what, what should we say, dealer meeting or dealer conference, and so it won't be open to the public. Uh, but I will be attending there speaking to uh, probably hundreds of feed dealers uh, from around the country. I'm really looking forward to that um, and uh, just kind of letting them know um, 
who their customer is, what they're looking for in their stores, and and um, different things like that. But uh, for the general public showing up, by the way, each event includes a getting started with backyard poultry workshop, a book signing, questions and answers, pictures and autographs. Many prizes will be given away during the uh, workshop, and of course, refreshments are provided. Absolutely free. All of it is absolutely free for you, uh, the attendees. So we've got October 1st. October 1st, B&K General Store in Burgaw. If I pronounce some of these wrong, forgive me. Uh, Burgaw, North Carolina. All these are 6 p.m. start times. 6 p.m. start times. Um, October 3rd, Double L Tack. That's in Coates, North Carolina. That's going to be a big open house at that event that I'll be speaking at. So Double L Tack in Coates, North Carolina. That's probably at 12 p.m. because it is during the day. It is an open house. Uh, Old Dominion Hay in Smithfield, Virginia. Uh, Old Dominion Hay in Smithfield, Virginia. That's October 6th. October 8th, CFC Farm and Home, Culpeper, Virginia. October 12th, Valley Cash Feed in Nitro, West Virginia. Uh, October 13th, Valley Cash Feed in uh, Barbersville, West Virginia. Uh, October 14th, Ashland Milling in Ashland, Kentucky. October 15th, Rips Farm Service in uh, Polesboro, Kentucky. October 19th, Woodford Feed in Versailles, Versailles, uh, Kentucky. Uh, October 20th, Bluegrass Seed in Bardstown, Bardstown, Kentucky. And uh, October 21st, uh, we'll be in Bowling Green, Kentucky. That's to be announced, the location, uh, and the time is to be announced. Uh, they're looking at having three dealers go in together and having a very large event there in Bowling Green. October 20th, that will be on the 21st. October 22nd, Ballard Tack in Paducah, Kentucky. And then uh, October 26th, we wrap it up at McKinney's in uh, Marion, Illinois. Uh, Marion, Illinois. And so uh, that's that's the 2015 uh, Chicken Whisperer Tour we're definitely uh, looking for. And uh, let me see. Someone was sitting this in the over. Huh, there we go. Um, and uh, so, yeah, hopefully we can see you on the road. It's always fun. We have a great time uh, traveling and uh, meeting fans, meeting friends. We will be having books for sale on the tour. We'll be more than happy to autograph those uh, for you. And I'll be posting more about the tour here um, as the, the days get closer. So I love it. All right, let's go over here to the phone lines. We do have a poultry scientist and professor, Dr. Bridget McRae, and she's here to share some exciting news regarding, a, again, a free farm education program. Um, it's, a, it's a fascinating program. I'm very excited about it. I wish I could attend. Uh, you pretty much have to be within driving distance of Delaware State University, from my understanding. But let's go over to the phone lines and learn all about this uh, awesome opportunity if you're interested or would like to learn more or you want to go down the career path of uh, raising pastured poultry, uh, Dr. McRae is going to tell us all about this awesome uh, program. Hey, Doc, Thanks for joining us. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Um, getting ready to uh, head out. Yeah, it's, it's been busy, and uh, I'm, I'm just uh, all kinds of projects we're working on all the time. But we're getting ready to head uh, north out of Florida, back up into Georgia for a couple of weeks, and uh, kind of a home home base kind of. And then uh, we'll be heading off to the tour. So, um, but but yeah, we'll be heading out of the great state of Florida here probably on Monday or Tuesday, and I think that's just before the hurricane may hit here. So uh, it's perfect. Hurricane. Perfect timing. Yeah, they're oh, still no. not sure where it, they're still not sure where it's going to go, but it looks like it's tracking up and it's going to come up through uh, um, the edge of uh, Cuba and the Bahamas and come up right through uh, right almost a direct hit to Florida. It says, but you know, uh, it may weaken it. Yeah. May, it may veer off to the to the northeast. Who knows? But um, uh, even by the time it gets to where we're at, we're in central Florida right now. Uh, probably Tuesday, and I think we're leaving out maybe Tuesday morning. If it looks like it's going to get closer sooner, then we'll head out Monday and head up north. So, um, but uh, no worries. We uh, have wheels. We'll travel. <laughs> well, you know, chickens aren't great migrators, but that's why you've got the camper and the truck. Yeah, right? exactly. That's exactly <laughs> right. And uh, 
well, spreading the chicken love from coast to coast. So, and uh, boy, I would love I would I would love to come and park it up there for for a little bit of time to uh, participate in this program. But yeah, uh, I, I mean, this is a really unique opportunity, and I I'm so thrilled to share it with your listeners, and I I hope that they will you know crow about it too. Yep. So what so we was- have here is a grant that has allowed us to start a program that we're calling the Delaware State University Farm School. Um, it's open to everybody, but our specific targets are veterans, um, those who are low-income, small and beginning ranchers, um, minorities. Since we're a minority-serving institution, we pay particular attention to these um, underserved groups. Mm-hmm. But it is absolutely 100% open to anybody who is willing to dedicate their their time to learning. Uh, what we did is we converted one of our previous programs into this new program, and we're making it much, much, much more hands-on, like a farm school incubator. Instead of going to college for four years like you you might consider doing to get a bachelor's of science degree in agriculture, this would be a shorter-term program that would actually teach you the skills you need to start your business, like a business incubator project. So what we're doing is we're in the phase right now where we're advertising the program and we want everybody to know about it. Uh, What you have is uh, the first year, you and about, oh, probably a dozen to 15 or so other people, um, you're going to learn the business side of things first. You're going to learn about marketing, advertising, finances, some of the opportunities for um, obtaining startup funds. We're going to walk you through all the business and steps such as record keeping and all that that good stuff in the first year. You're going to meet on a monthly basis with everybody in your your group. And after a little while after that, folks usually know what area they want to go into, but we have several different tracks that you can take after you're done with the business side of things. So if you're interested in aquaponics, well, you can learn about that. Or aquaculture, raising beef animals, small ruminants, poultry, or even vegetables in a high tunnel system. So what you're going to do in the, the latter half of the project, you're actually handed... On the poultry side, I'm going to speak specifically about poultry. Basically, I hand you a pastured poultry hoop house and some chickens and give you the feed and say, go ahead, raise them up. And you can either raise meat chickens or laying hens, and you're responsible for the daily care and we will have trained you on a monthly basis. We'll go through different aspects of how to raise these animals. And after that, you're actually handed the animals. You have to come take care of the animals every day, which is part of the learning process, every day of the week. But once your birds are raised up and either laying eggs or of suitable age for processing, if you're raising meat chickens, then you will process the chickens or or they will be processed um, according to whatever methods you were planning to use. And you get to market those products. So whether you choose to do direct marketing or use a farmer's market or perhaps you approach a restaurant, those are all methods that you will have learned in the first half of the project before you learned about how to raise the poultry, and you get to keep those profits. So you get to do that for a year. After that, the last um, portion of the project, 
will you will be taking all your skills. You will have a finished business plan, um, and you will be certified. And you can approach different um, uh, funding sources, like say Farm Service Agency, who's agreed to work with us on this project, and say, "Hey, I completed the DSU Farm School. Here's my business plan. Here's my certification." Can I get a loan? And that will help you uh, obtain either your own hoop structure or whatever it is that you'd like to do for raising poultry um, on a pastured system. And then you can get your business off and running. You'll have the experience first before having to to deal with the investment. And you can decide how you might want to tweak things instead of trying to do it on the fly and, um, you know, you're getting a lot of the education, and this is all free to you. So there are there are no fees associated with participating in this particular program. So, like I said, there are other things like, say, small ruminants, beef, um, aquaponics, aquaculture, uh, vegetables in a high tunnel system, and then, of course, pastured poultry, which is my love and my area of interest. Mm-hmm. So um, that is what I wanted to share with your listeners. It is a really unique program. Yes, you do have to be within driving distance of mm-hmm. our facilities here in Dover, Delaware. But if you are in the area, it is going to be well worth it. And you get to keep the profits from the sale of the birds um, or vegetables or goats or whatever it is that you choose to participate in, and that should help you get started with your new business. And how long is the program, Doc? Um, Well, the first part is about a year, and the second part is another year. So you're going to get at least spring through fall's worth of growing in for raising chickens. So you could probably fit in, oh, three groups, maybe maybe four groups of broilers. If you Mm -hmm, use mm -hmm. a fast-growing strain, you might get two groups in. If you use a slower-growing heritage breed strain, and again, uh, connecting that with your marketing plan, you might be able to um, really get something started for, for your business. And then once you are on your own, once you've gotten... Um, your business off and running, we don't disappear. We're your mentors. So say you've got, um, you know, say you want to try building your own pasture poultry house with the funds that you get from Farm Service Agency or some other um, funding source like a bank. Um, Great. You want us to come take a look? I can certainly come take a look and give you feedback. So you get that kind of help that a lot of people seem to forget that Cooperative Extension does provide. So um, spring through fall, um, we'll just say The education portion is at least a year long. Um, and, and some people, we realize, may not know what track they want to go down first. Uh, they may think they want to do beef, but then they might switch to small ruminant or poultry um, or maybe they don't know anything about aquaponics and really want to learn more and see if they want to go down that route. You know, it may look cool on the internet, but you know, you get to actually see some of these systems, and you may want to give it a shot. And then this is there's about uh, you said six or eight openings for this. Yes, there are for certain going to be four or five openings in the poultry area. Now, if I get a crush of people in the poultry area and there's only like two or three spots left at this point, um, you know, I may have people double up because I, I currently have four pastured poultry houses, which I toured somebody through this morning um, from Murray's Hen Hoops that I really hope that people will enjoy working with. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um these are going to be uh, hoop houses that are tall oh. enough for even a six-foot-tall man to stand up in, even in the outside area. That mm-hmm. also means they're heavy, so they are going to have to be pulled on probably a every two-day basis using something like a, a tractor or 
um, like say a gator or a mule to pull it um, to mm-hmm. a new spot for the birds to enjoy fresh grass. Uh, we have all that equipment for people to have access to. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, so you're going to get the education portion first. That'll be about a year in length. And then in the second year, you're going to be all about raising vegetables or raising uh, chickens or lambs or whatever it is you're interested in. Education first year, hands-on second year. Uh, actually doing and then the, the third the year, year, the you're, year, you're at home. And, you know, we can even give you advice if you're in a city location and you want to start an aquaponics unit, we can help you work through some of those details, um, either by, you know, renting land or we won't rent the land for you, but we can help you think through some of those processes and um, either renting facilities or land to get what you want to get done. And... The, for example, this this first portion, uh, when we're talking about um, the education portion, what is it? Uh, an hour a day? Do you think do they basically come in for classes well, and they're sitting in classroom It's basically going to be an evening meeting once a month, and you will oh. have homework to do um, in between meetings because we fully realize that folks have jobs that they they're going to be attending to, especially if they are perhaps still in the military and perhaps transitioning out of the military, um, you know, this might be something that they want to look into so that they're good to go as soon as they're out of the military. Uh, uh, So it's about an hour to two hours once a month um, learning about the business side of running an agricultural business or um, a livestock enterprise. Okay, that's not bad. So an hour to two hours uh, each month, evening classroom type uh, education setting, and then um, and then you might have to dedicate next... a little bit more time once you get into um, the track area. So once you've gotten the business side done and you've decided, hey, I am really going to do poultry. Well, then you're going to have an hour or two once a month where you are just learning about what it takes to raise poultry. So it's basically my introduction to poultry science class without paying for all those units and get the hands-on experience. So it's a little combination of advanced poultry science and introduction to poultry science all rolled into one. And then, again, the following year, they would have to be there daily and however long those daily chores would take from moving the hoop house. Providing food and water and moving the hoop you know, making sure the birds are comfortable. And then, of course, you know, if you're going to, if they're meat chickens, you're going to have to figure out, all right, am I going to process these myself? Am I going to take them to Mm -hmm. a processing unit? Or you might even be able to use our brand-new mobile meat processing uh, laboratory or unit, which is here at Delaware State University. So you could do all the processing yourself and not have to pay somebody necessarily to do the processing. So there there are mechanisms here to really help you get your poultry business started. And then uh, my understanding is that, well, give me an idea of, uh, let's say someone wanted to do pasture poultry. Um, let's say meat they didn't or have egg. to double. Uh, we'll say meat. And um, you didn't have to double anybody up and each about each participant has their own hoop house what what um what's the uh, maximum number of say the meat birds that that one person would be managing that that about 30 birds you're going to have about 30 birds and they're going to be able to to move on a daily basis so they are um and I would you know if you want a quick turnover, I would say you know use broiler chickens you can right. they don't need as much square foot space per bird. If you want to go with a heritage breed, you may be able to do like say twenty male birds. They need a little more space because they grow uh, a little bit bigger and a little mm-hmm. more aggressive, yeah, so thirty birds pasture now will they um if somebody um Okay, probably not. But anyway, I'm gonna ask a question because someone is. Do you have the facility or the facilities geared toward? And, and, I, and I, we're not started doing this with our farm. 
uh, seeing the hoops you had to go through, being that the land to be certified organic had to be organic uh, for like seven or ten years prior to your no, planting or your years. growing. It's just Was it three years, years now? Okay, I remember, I remember we do not have certified um, organic land. Okay, that that was my question. So they they could they still choose, however, even though the land wouldn't be that wouldn't fall into the program. Could could they choose to use an organic feed for it? Doesn't the, really if, make uh, sense because it. I'm sure we can accommodate, but if you're not going certified all the way, right. it doesn't really make sense to spend the extra money because mm-hmm. you can't sell it as certified organic and, and therefore you won't mm-hmm. see the profits on that end. Okay, because I knew someone's uh, thinking about that or probably won't ask uh, that question as well. And that's where and we need to think through those details in the in the business end. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we want to make sure that, that they find their market um, that they learn how to identify their market and what it takes to track customers, locate new customers. And, you know, Andy, people just forget about their time and calculating yep. how much of their time really goes into raising these chickens from biddies to the last one sold at the farmer's market. Mm-hmm. I know that one of the first articles you did for Chicken Whisper Magazine was comparing a couple of breeds, and um, I think it was talking about how many eggs and the mm-hmm. cost, what 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 that dozen eggs ended up costing that particular farmer uh, with the cost of cartons and time and feed and, and, and all of that. And um, it, uh, it was kind of staggering. So, yeah, definitely open eyes, open the eyes of some people that – that I think a lot of people now in the, in the backyard anyway air arena realize that, hey, I'm not doing this to save any money from the grocery store eggs, but all these other great <laughs> benefits. But, yeah, definitely would let, let someone know. So I, they would get the marketing saying, hey, I really want to sell this to a high-end restaurant that, that, that specializes in, um, you know, whatever, pasture, poultry, what have you, and they maybe utilize the mobile processing. They do it themselves, and um, uh, we'll just say it's... it's Fifteen dollars a bird at thirty, bird. and then that that they get to keep that themselves to maybe refurbish some of the cost of driving there every day or whatever the case may be. They can utilize that however they wish, or to apply that towards their current or new operation. Say, hey, I, I did this. This is great. I'm going to take this money I earned and apply it towards uh, my startup. Right. Now, these structures that we're using at Delaware State University are not special made, but they are available. Um, I was giving someone a tour through them. Um, They're called Murray's Hen Hoops, and Mm -hmm. I like them because I can stand up in them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And they're big enough that they're not going to, and heavy enough that they're not going to become airborne, uh, during, you know, a hurricane, which you are looking at. Um, so, you know, the, it would, you know, we get some pretty strong winds here. And, you know, like when we had Hurricane Sandy pass nearby, luckily we, you know, we lucked out for the most part. Um, so, you know, we, we've we got some, uh, one of their largest sizes, which is their 8156, and they're, it's about $2,700. Now, you don't get to keep it. This is not something you get to keep, but you get to use it. Now, Andy, one of the things I didn't mention is that this is a program where people are rotating in new every year. So Mm -hmm. maybe you're two or three years away from retirement, and you really want to give this pastured poultry thing a shot. Um, You may live in the area, or you may be even thinking about retiring to Delaware because it's one of those states that, Lots of people like to retire to. So consider participating in the monthly educational program. And then once you are retired, um, you can you can participate in the in the daily care portion of the program. And you know, once you've got your piece of property where you want to start your business, you can go ahead and um, still receive the mentorship portion. So just keep in mind that every year we should be expecting, oh, let's see, oh, maybe 
anywhere from 15 people, maybe 18, 20 people in our program. So there's room for everybody. Mm -hmm. And like I said, not everybody has to do poultry. Mm-hmm. And I know you go the sustainable agriculture route, and you know if you know a lot of people are oh how how do we get early tomatoes or or early strawberries or you know how do I get my asparagus to come up before mm-hmm. everybody else? Well, this high tunnel system is great because it's a season extension tool, so it extends the season to make things um, appear on the market ahead of your competitors, and you can also use it to make your mar your product appear on the market um, far longer than anybody who's just growing in the, mm-hmm. the outdoors. So that that creates customer um, rapport so that your customers come back to you because they know you're always going to carry those products. Now, managing a high tunnel is a completely different thing. A lot of people are used to growing a garden once a year. Well, it's pretty much year-round when it comes to high tunnel. And you have to manage things accordingly so that you, you're um, you know, marketing appropriately and planning appropriately. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I'm going to go to a commercial break. When I come back, I have a couple more questions. And uh, I think Christmas uh, Chick is uh, listening live uh, via telephone. I see her number, I think, popped up on the switchboard. So, and I uh, haven't had I'm, a chance prob- to call her yet. She, so no she problem. Had a question she's for probably. Me, I think. Yeah, well, we can take her question, but I know she's probably drooling, going, oh, my gosh, why do I have to live in Florida? I could, I would love to take this program. I'm sure that's what she's probably thinking now. So I'm going to go to commercial break. Uh, maybe she uh, will come on and have some questions as well and or ask that question she had from you earlier, and I've got a few about the program. So well, we're talking with poultry scientist and professor, Dr. Bridget McRae, Ph.D., and we're talking about a brand-new uh really free farm education program that they're doing up at Delaware State. Uh, again, you have to, for the most part, live within driving distance there, at least uh, uh, for, for those times that it's going. But what a fabulous opportunity for somebody that might be wanting that education uh, strapped for cash but really wants a, a, a head start. That's absolutely awesome. And uh, we'll be talking more about that when we return after this short break. Stay with us, folks. When you need an incubator, think Brensey, the incubation specialist. Brensey has been a world-leading manufacturer of incubators for over 30 years. Incubators from 7 to 380 eggs with high-quality electronic and digital controls, including precise humidity control and programmable egg turning, all at surprisingly affordable prices. Visit them online at Brensey.com. Brensey spelled B-R-I-N-S-E-A. That's Brensey.com or call. 1-888-667-7009. Enter the coupon code WHISPER at checkout and save 10% on their incubators, brooders, egg candlers, and other incubation accessories. When you need an incubator, think Brincy, technology you can trust. You've just entered a dimension of dirty water, a dimension of poop-filled water, a dimension of stagnant water. You've crossed into the dirty waterer zone. But up ahead is your signpost to cleaner water, the Bright Tap Chicken Waterer. The Bright Tap Waterer is fully covered. Chickens drink from special valves, so dirt and droppings can't get into the water. Chickens get sparkling clean water. You get less work. No poop-filled water pans for you to touch or wash out. Bright Tap, clean water made simple. Visit chickenwaterer.com to learn more. That's chickenwaterer.com. Cackle Hatchery is a third-generation, family-owned and operated hatchery. They offer over 193 varieties of poultry shipped directly from their facility in Missouri. It's their mission to enhance your life by providing you with quality poultry for showing, meat, enjoyment, eggs, and pets. They specialize in hatching purebred poultry and shipping day-old chicks right to your local post office since 1936. 4-H and FFA Youth Poultry Clubs get a 10% discount. Check out their website, CackleHatchery.com, for posted weekly specials and discounts. That's CackleHatchery.com. 
pictures of chickens on aprons are common across America, but picture a chicken wearing an apron and you'll probably get a good chuckle. Laugh if you must, but nothing protects hens better than the Hen Saver Hen Apron. Hen Saver Hen Aprons protect your hens from the damage caused by an overly affectionate rooster and may even provide protection from an unexpected hawk attack. Hen savers come in several different sizes to fit both bantam and standard sized hens and roosters. Colors include camo, denim, navy, brown, khaki or black, and soon pink. Crazy K Farm is expanding its already colorful hen saver collection to include the color pink. A portion of their sales will be donated to organizations that fund breast cancer research and awareness. Order your Hen Saver aprons today at hensaver.com. That's hensaver.com. Ware Manufacturing has been building quality hutches since 1983. Ware manufactures modern chicken hutches, barns, pens, and nest boxes designed especially for the backyard flock. Ware offers hutches and pens for every yard size and every chicken keeper's budget. Visit their website at waremfginc.com. That's W-A-R-E-M-F-G-I-N-C.com. Or call them to find a retailer near you at 1-888-824-7257. Ware Manufacturing. Stromberg's has been a family-owned and operated business, providing quality poultry and poultry supplies to their customers. Today, the Stromberg family offers over 200 different breeds of poultry, including chickens, waterfowl, and game birds. They also offer poultry supplies for the beginner or advanced poultry keeper. Stromberg's should be on the top of your list when it comes time to order. Shop online at www.strombergschickens.com or call today at 1-800-720-1134. Remember, that's strombergschickens.com. All right, thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer. We're talking with uh, poultry scientist and professor Dr. Bridget McRae up at Delaware State University, longtime uh, regular guest of the show, co-author of The Chicken Whisperer's Guide to Keeping Chickens, good friend, and uh, sharing with us today about a great program, fascinating program, and a great opportunity uh, for a chosen few to learn more uh, about Hey, agriculture and, and farming, and even to continue to help with them do their uh, maybe their future business uh, prospects. So uh, we'll head over here to the switchboard, click this button, and we'll bring on Dr. McRae. I'm going to see if uh, Lisa uh, Christmas Chick's paying attention. I'm going to try to bring her live uh, as uh, as well. Uh, Lisa, are you paying attention? Are you with us today? Yes, I am. Awesome. How would you? like to participate in that program. That sounds absolutely amazing, doesn't it? I know. I wish she was closer to us. <laughs> How are you, Lisa? Real good. How are you? Doing okay. Thunder and lightning and rain here in case you lose me. Oh, no. Yes. Well, we just we, we just actually had that here, and uh, we found out uh, that... Uh, the automatic tilt on our automatic awning actually works. I was concerned about wind. I kept telling Jen, say, let me know if the wind starts up, and I'll bring in the awning. And uh, completely forgetting that if you don't tilt the awning, uh, for those that don't RV, uh, it'll gap with water, fill it with water, and break in, in half. Um, oh. And uh, But the, the newer version of them on this newer one has an automatic tilt. We learned that. Uh, Today, with all the rain that we had, it's, it's kind of cleared out now, but we did have some lightning as well, Lisa, so we're just, just south of you down here around the Flagler. Or actually, I'm not south of you, but um, yeah, you're north. Uh, east, east, yeah, northeast. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, now, now, this might be a good opportunity as well for others that are listening. Um, Lisa, you had a question about the benefits of grass um, for chickens and chicks and guineas in and other diet. things. And, yeah. yeah, in the diet, whether it be nutritional or just added 
fiber or if there's any nutrient value other than I know grass is high in nitrogen. But um, and you know what, uh, y'all want to kind of discuss that a little bit? We got a couple of minutes before sure. we uh, have to go, but let's talk about that because it could benefit a lot of our listeners well that that you know do the grass thing. And I'm um, sorry, Lisa, heard... but I was focusing on my students. We started class yesterday, so <laughs> I just didn't get around to you. That's fine. Um, so you've been taking scissors and cutting grass into tiny pieces for your, your chickens, like quarter inch to three quarters inch. Depending um, on finding... whether, I was going to say, depending on what size the chicks are or the bigger ones, and I have a couple little peacocks, and, you know, so it depended on what I was feeding to how small I was making it. Okay. So... We know that poultry are omnivores, so they eat grains and they eat um, live things like, say, insects and small animals like, say, tadpoles and frogs and sometimes little mice. Um, So um, they do partake of grass, but it's really um, not something that they can get quite as much out of. Um, They don't digest cellulose very well, and we all know that plants are made up of cellulose. That's what makes up their cell walls. The thing of it is, um, you know, poultry don't have rumen, and when you look at the design specifications of an animal that is capable of really taking advantage of grass and plant material, they have large ruminant stomachs. About the only species of poultry that really does well on grass are geese. Mm -hmm. The design of their gut means that they don't break down cellulose, but they're a little bit more efficient in the hindgut fermentation. Um, And... Uh, their their goal is to eat as much as quickly as possible, and it passes through them so quickly um, that it's more of a, a not necessarily quality, but quantity. Sometimes is how they really get some nutrients out of grass. And anybody who's seen geese out there, when it's the right time of day, that's all they're doing is they're they're walking a straight line, munch, 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 and Right behind them, you're just going to see little trails of poop, right, that lead right up to their hind end. And that's how they utilize grass. Now, poultry, um, what we do to increase the efficiency of utilizing the grains is we break it down for them, um, make it a little more accessible so that we don't have to feed grit. Um, Although a chicken's gizzard is a very strong device. So they will eat grass. They are capable of digesting it. They just don't get the nutrients out of it as, say, would a cow or a sheep or a goat. Same thing with pigs. They're they're monogastrics alongside chickens. So if you don't have a rumen stomach, you're called a monogastric. So is there any benefit to giving it to them at all other than, I mean, if they're having um the complete feed that they're already, I'm already feeding them. Is you don't there... need to give them any grass at all. Okay. So it's That's a what I was wondering. Of, it's a matter of, well, you know, is it? are you using it as a training tool to get them to come in and perch at night? Or maybe you use it to train them so that you can catch them to, to make vet checks on them. Um, but when you're feeding a complete feed, that's all you need to give them. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. So if you want to get free up some of your time so you can, you know, do other things with your birds, feel free to do so. <laughs> well, thank yeah, you no, very much for the information. You are welcome. Yeah, you, you don't have to um, uh, squat down, bend over, walk through your yard with a pair of scissors any longer, uh, Lisa. And, <laughs> and, you know, there's only one type of... Um, plant matter that they really benefit from and there's almost no information on it and I'd like to do the research on this but it is clover okay so there you go next time you get a four leaf clover give one of the petals to each of your four chickens (laughs) (laughs) 
and give the stem to somebody else. <laughs> Too bad that's something now, um, we don't get a lot of here is clover. Oh, darn. Well, you know, that's, you can plant it. You can buy clover seed and, and plant just that. You also make the bees happy, but mm-hmm. just don't walk across it barefoot. Hey, um, also, I know that, uh, well, thanks for joining us, Lisa. I appreciate it. But uh, I know that you were you. probably, as I was, drooling uh, about that awesome program that uh, Dr. McCray has and is telling us about today. Um, you had mentioned. Oh, Andy. And, and I'm, I'm, yes. I, I have to tell you about handmade chicken sweaters. I don't know oh, if you no. spotted it on my page, but I had <laughs> I a did. workshop this weekend and at Blue Hen Poultry Supply over around the corner from my house, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and the lady there knits chicken sweaters. You will just laugh. Go to my Facebook page, and um, what she does is, is she's got two colors, blue and gray, and they're for large fowl, not for bantams yet, but... All the proceeds of it go to um, Sharing Care, which is a, a network for cocaine syndrome. One of her family members had passed from this particular syndrome. It's a rare genetic disorder um, characterized by poor growth and developmental and neurological delays, um, shortened lifespan. So they would like to support, um, through the sale of these chicken sweaters, um, they would like the proceeds from that to support uh, cocaine syndrome research. So it's spelled C-O-C-K-A-Y-N-E, if you'd like to look up that particular syndrome name and learn more about it. I think it's it's interesting that it, it's got the first half of that syndrome name is chicken-related, so C-O-C-K. Um, so you might want to think about, you know, are your chickens molting very slowly? Do they need a sweater come this fall? Think about supporting um, this uh, little enterprise, and uh, they're about $13, no sales tax in Delaware. Sounds like I'm, I'm going to be, I'm gonna be uh, negative nilly here for a minute. Um <laughs> It sounds like a breeding ground for mites and lice to me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the nice thing about it, and I checked it out, it's made out of acrylic. You can wash them. There you go. Yep. Just so just like those nesting box curtains, we want to wash those. Um, No, that's very cool. Now you did mention earlier, and and I'm blue in the face from from sharing this because it seems like every couple of months or every about twice a month, just a couple of weeks ago, matter of fact, maybe even last week, someone posted a picture of their big hen um, running around the yard with this big mouse in its beak, and uh, all of the comments were like, oh, yeah, mine do it all the time. Oh, I love that. Oh, that makes me laugh. Or, oh, yeah, I lift up the waterer, and all these little uh, baby mice run out, and they go crazy mm. over them. And, oh, they're better, they're better than cats. da 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 And so after about 100... After about 100 comments, I'm like, okay, I have to be the one with some reasoning here. Uh, And, of course, I post kind of what I always post, that nothing good can come from allowing your chickens to eat mice. Nothing good can come from having mice in and around the coop. Um, We talk about the the disease-carrying rodents, the, the, the salmonella, for example, on the fur, on the feed, and their droppings. And uh, that yes, but I always start off by saying, you know, hey folks, yes, chickens are omnivores. Yes, they are. They may eat the occasional mouse uh, when you're not looking. Yes, they might, uh, but that doesn't mean you have to enjoy it or encourage it or um, um, yeah, don't, laugh. Or, don't yeah. be going to the the pet store to buy mice to feed your chickens. That's a and, bit extreme. And then uh, just saying, you know, um, I go through all this, and then I say, you know, you just might want to think about this next time you see your hens eating mice, and then you go to sell or give away those eggs, um, because we do talk about the the chance that they or even the if you barter and, with uh, the eggs, yeah, right, right, that give away or. Yep, exactly. It's like, uh uh-huh, he just, you know, and and so just, and then still, even after I post that, um, uh, people will post, oh, man, I do it all the time. I'm like, you know, it's it's okay. You're just almost a, a, a worthless uphill battle it's sometimes. It's only because so. people only respond that way because they know better. 
And they're trying <laughs> to uh, justify what they're doing, yeah. even I, though I, they know better. I agree. They're they're trying to uh, justify what they're doing is right, or fine, or or okay, or and we learn that about so many things we talk about on this radio show. I hope they don't kiss they, their chickens right after they eat a mouse. Uh, I know. I talk about the the dander being uh, salmonella attached to the feather dander and and on their feathers and on dust um, and things like that. Things we've learned on on this show from the true experts like yourself to talk about it, and we have set shows on salmonella and. And uh, but it's uh, yeah it's it's sometimes very frustrating because oh I'm do it all the time and I'm fine <laughs> okay whatever oh. so uh, but yeah because you mentioned that but yeah it's, it's uh, just this week while we were I was posting uh, I don't post a lot but occasionally when things are like that or you know keeping the law birds out from from your backyard as best you can so well this is a fascinating uh, topic um, doctor and uh, it's great. So you you've got the program sharing it, um, and, and anybody in that area up there would like to participate. Tell them how they can contact you or the the, the university to sign up if they're interested. We didn't. I don't think we said anything about how they can sign up or who they should contact. Well, you can contact us here at Delaware State University's Cooperative Extension Office. And um, the person who is in charge of this particular project, I'm actually um, looking up her number right now. It's a former student of mine. Her name is Olivia Everett. Olivia. Olivia has been going around, um, has been charged for about the last two, two and a half months. Um, She's been charged with uh, making visits all over, the state to find people to participate in this particular program. Um, She can send you the brochure if you would like, but you can reach her at 302-857-6366. Or you can go to our website at Delaware State University. Basically, you're going to click on the the Ag School, um, College of Ag, and find us listed under Cooperative Extension. Um, And you can click on the Small Farms Program and and call or email the the head of the Small Farms Program, who is John Clem Daniel. If you want to, you can email me at bmccrea at desu.edu. And um, if you would like information, I can forward our brochure to you or um, put you in touch with Olivia. She's really one handling all the sign-ups. Um, and she can let you know which which tracks are already full and which tracks still have room. Cool. But like I said, right, we've well, got about, oh, I think we have two spaces left for poultry. Okay. So uh, contact them as soon as possible if you're interested. Um, Dr. McCray, thanks so much for joining us. You're welcome. And, Thank uh, you. We'll, see, well, actually, uh, the first Thursday is a week from today, so um, mm-hmm. give me just a second. And, uh, and um, Did you say that that Thursday you may have to reschedule? Oh, hold on. <laughs> you're going to make me look it up, aren't you? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking I up might. what the topic's actually um, going to be. I'm, because I, I have a colleague who is um, not feeling well, I'm preparing the Maryland Poultry Judging Contest in coordination with some others. Um, I don't know when I'm going to be able to pick up some donated okay. uh, portions of that contest. So okay, I might and we have got to other days. You. Okay, and we got other days available too, like Tuesday, Wednesday is fine, and yeah. that works, or Friday. So, But the topic, uh, if, you, if we pan out, is Mike and Lice ID and Control. In One of my favorite topics. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Well, hey, thank you very much for joining us today. Maybe we'll see you, or fortunate enough to see you next week here. Take care. Bye, Lisa. Great. Bye-bye. Thank you. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. Come back. From our family to yours, feed your chickens the way nature intended. Pure, wholesome goodness. Kalmbach Feeds. 
visit our website at kalmbachfeeds.com. That's K-A-L-M-B-A-C-H feeds.com. Or order today on Amazon.com. Kalmbach Feeds is a proud sponsor of The Chicken Whisperer. All righty. Thank you very much for staying with us today on Backyard Poultry with the Chicken Whisperer brought to you by Kalmbach Feeds. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to meet a lot of you on the Kalmbach Feeds Chicken Whisperer Tour here and uh, coming up in uh, about four weeks. We're really looking forward to uh, to that. It's always a fun time meeting fans and talking and chicken and spreading the chicken love from uh, coast to coast. Got to love it. So uh, this is going to wrap up this week's uh, broadcast, and uh, we hope you have a do. We hope you do have a wonderful weekend with family and friends. We'll be back here Monday. Uh, yep, Monday with Peter Brown, also known as the Chicken Doctor, and I'll be posting a topic for that show on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com forward slash the chicken whisperer. Twitter is uh, at Backyard Poultry. And, uh, of course, right here at Blog Talk Radio and chickenwhisperermagazine.com. Head on over there, subscribe to the free digital edition, or if you like a print version mailed right to your home that you can flip through while you're sitting in your easy chair, we have those two $9.95 for the whole year. So uh, great information for you. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a blessed weekend. God bless everybody. Oh. Uh-huh.